We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, uh, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi. We're talking about the leader in one-day fantasy sports, and we're talking about the Friday NBA DFS slate. You can always check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Check me out on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. And subscribe to the Rotowire DFS podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to check out Benny's finds work, you can find it over at Rotocurve, Rotowire, and as a featured writer of the DraftKings playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. Benicio, welcome to another fine day of fancy action in the NBA. Yeah, um, you know, this is a pretty good slate here. We got 10 games going on. I got to be honest, though, I was looking through some of the games, you know, while I was doing some notes before the show. There's some ugly games out there today. There's not a lot of great spots. Like, I don't think we're going to have a lot of big totals on this, uh, you know, Friday slate. And I think part of the problem, too, is some of the games that could have a big total are probably also going to have a pretty big spread going on with it. Sure. Um, so I, I'm expecting a few blowouts and a lot of games in like the 
200 to 210 range, which isn't bad, but it's also not, you know, it's not screaming fantasy goodness out of any of them. So I think it's a pretty even slate. There's two or three games I would stay away from, um, mostly because of the, you know, of chances of a blowout. But, you know, the rest of them look like they should be somewhat competitive and, uh, you know, should should be decent. So there's a lot of different ways that you can go with it, which, again, is something that I like. I like the bigger slates where there's a lot of different options because I always feel that, you know, I can put together an optimal team and, and give myself an edge. So I'm definitely going to be playing pretty heavy on Friday. Yeah, a lot of good options that are available to us uh, on this slate. And you know what, just some some teams that we can sort of take one side or no side if you want to avoid some of these, you know, games like the Utah-Memphis, which has got a total of 194 and can just be a slow-paced matchup. Uh, there as well but you know we got a lot of good options because we're because the the uh, Thursday slate was loaded with all the big boys Um, you can sort of pick your spots in terms of creating some value in your lineups and let's go ahead and talk about the value that's available on FanDuel at the point guard position here Uh, you know quick disclaimer sorry before we get into all this uh, a lot of questions coming up about the uh, the Rotowire DFS podcast feed and you know we sort of mentioned that on the previous show how we've been uh, we've moved all over onto another server we've always made the show available on YouTube for you to stream and uh, you know download in that format that's still the case obviously we're hosting live on Google Hangouts right now which automatically uploads to our YouTube channel but the simple thing that you need to do in order to just pick back up the feed for those of you who maybe are watching on YouTube and trying to figure out what's going on with your podcast feed all you have to do simply is just unsubscribe and resubscribe to the podcast that'll renew everything with all our current podcast servers i know it's a little bit of a hassle if you give us until uh you know the next couple days your feeds will be automatically updated without you doing anything so if you want to take the hey you guys fix it route we'll take care of that but it's going to be a few days for us to get back on track so with that in mind let's go ahead and talk about the point cards for friday and who you want to book in your lineups yeah i don't really think i want to spend up here um i'm not really loving the options that you would have to spend up on you got John Wall at 9,800, so, you know, you need in about 50 fantasy points out of him in the matchup with Cleveland. We know that Kyrie is a pretty weak defender, but I have a feeling that Cleveland's going to put a hurt in on Washington in this game, so not really loving Wall. Um, you got Lowry going up against um, Damian Lillard with that Toronto and uh, Portland game. I, I'd probably prefer Lowry over Lillard only because Lowry actually plays defense and Lillard doesn't. Um, so in that situation, I'd probably prefer Lowry, but I don't really want to spend 9100 for him either. I think I'm going to be going down in price a little bit here. Um, Kyrie's a guy that sticks out for me. Paced up game against Washington. He's only 7K over on Fandle, which I think is just too cheap for him. He's been putting up 30 to 35 fantasy points in you know, tougher matchups. So for me, Kyrie Irving's probably the one guy that I really, really want to have on my rosters. Um, after that, though, I'm probably looking at some of the cheaper options to round it out. Um, trying to decide between D'Angelo Williams and Jeff Teague in that matchup against each other. I think I'm going to go with, uh, with, I'm sorry, D'Angelo Russell and um, Jeff Teague in that matchup. I think I'm going to go leaning towards Russell, mostly because in that matchup, um, there's a good chance that Kobe won't play. We saw Lou Williams get hurt the other night. So if you have no Kobe, no Lou Williams you're going to get a lot of minutes out of the, you know, the guards that they have left over. So for only 6K with the way D'Angelo Russell's been playing lately, I think that he's another guy that I really want to have some exposure to. So D'Angelo Russell and Kyrie Irving are probably my two favorite plays. If I have the money to go up and get Lowry, um, I think I would go up and get Lowry because I think he's going to score more points than those guys. But on a dollar for dollar basis, I think Russell and Irving are the two guys I really want. 
Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense overall. We've seen, you know, Russell sort of elevate his game to another level. So sort of what people expected him coming out of the draft. And now we're finally seeing that production, um, you know, uh, bear itself out. So I, I, I like that call overall. I'm still okay with uh, with Shelvin Mack as well um, and his potential uh, value uh, that's been provided at, at a very cheap price tag. Uh, you know, 3600 is the price. A little bit uneven in terms of the performance against Toronto, but that's Kyle Lowry defense on the road. Uh, you, and, you know, the, the matchup isn't particularly exciting against Memphis, but they've been playing, uh, you know, a little bit less um, efficiently defensively with Marcus Stoll back in the lineup. So maybe limit them to GPPs, but anytime you have a chance to take a look at somebody at 100 over, um, you know, minimum price tag that has a shot at 30 minutes, uh, then I think it deserves some sort of consideration uh, there as well. Uh, any other guys that you want to stump for before we move on to shooting guard? No, Mac, Mac that you mentioned was actually the one cheap guy that I would be okay with if I needed him for roster construction. I don't really think you do because I don't think there's enough superstars here that you know you need those you need the cheap scrubs to go with the stars and scrubs approach. I think you can make a pretty balanced team with guys you know, basically throughout in like that five to seven K range that we usually look at. Um, so other than that, you know, like I said, I really like D'Angelo Russell and I think Kyrie Irving's just a little bit too cheap to me. Those are the two guys that just stand out. So I- I'm going to have a lot of exposure with them too. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. Just um, I'm okay with maybe at the very top as, as far as up I would, would go is, you know, uh, Damian Lillard for 9,100 uh, on the road at Toronto because he has um, been a fairly consistent threat from outside. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to worry about his, um, you know, shot volume or steady production uh, because it's just him and ZJ McCollum offensively. So, you know, he if, if it takes him 28 shots to pay off that sprite tag, he'll get there. He'll continue to fire away. You just have to, you know, n- know that going in um, that it is a little bit of a road matchup. So I agree with you. Value Town more likely for me to be a resident on Friday than some of the top options on the board. Shooting guard up next. Go ahead and talk about what you want to do on Friday for the, for the two. Uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but as long as Gallo's out, I mean, I got to keep going back to this Will Barton. Well, it's burned me the last two games, but he is, you know, the guy that, you know, stands out to me just basically on price. He's below $6,000, um, has a matchup with Brooklyn. So he's probably going to go up against, you know, like Bojan Bogdanovic defense. Um, so I still think that he's got to be somebody that's in play here on this slate. Uh, I'm also looking a little bit at uh, Oladipo, especially if Fournier's out again. Um, again, they're going up against Phoenix. Phoenix is absolutely horrendous on the defensive end. They've been giving up a ton of points to everybody. You know, despite the fact that people consider P.J. Tucker a plus defender, he really hasn't shown to be so far this year. Um, and he might not even get P.J. Tucker. He might even draw some Devin Booker defense, which, again, is another guy who, you know, not really scared of on that on that end of the floor. So I like Will Barton at 5,900. I like Oladipo at 6,600. You know, again, that's the range that I'm, I'm kind of looking to stay at in there. Um, you know, Dwayne Wade at 7,500 is one of the guys that you can spend up for. And, uh, you know, Chris Middleton, DeMar DeRozan, those, those are the options to spend up. Probably like the Rose and the most of those guys if I was going to spend up on anybody. But, you know, again, I think that there's a lot of value in that 6K range with guys like Barton and, and Oladipo. So that's really where I'm looking at going here in this game. Yeah, I, I agree um, with majority of those 
um, points there. I think I'm willing to gamble just a little bit more on some of these spots here. Like for supreme value, um, you know, I'm okay actually with uh, like Gary Harris, for example, who people, you know, everybody wants, you know, to sort of stick with the Will Barton train and I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, and um, Zach Levine has been a guy that's getting, you know, those minutes are basically locked in now that they've cr- traded in Kevin Martin. And, uh, you know, he's been playing a little bit of combo role, similar to Darren Carlson, a little bit of one, a little bit of, uh, you know, behind Ricky Rubio, a little bit of the two. Playing 38, 41, and 35 minutes has paid off five and a half times price tag in three straight games. So I love trying to get some exposure to Zach Levine in the sort of second tier pricing for 5,300. And, you know, Joe Johnson, as long as this guy's going to be getting heavy minutes and exposure playing up against Philly for 5,600, you know, you, you, you got to take a look at the value there uh, as well. Um, last question for you is, do you feel like Dwayne Wade trustworthy or not trustworthy given the matchup uh, against Philly? He was in a good spot in the previous game and sort of gave us a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be rolling him out there. Um, I'm just a little nervous about rolling guys against Philly right now for mm-hmm. – the same reason why I'm a little nervous about rolling guys against Phoenix. I mean, they're just really, really bad. And they've been, you know, they've been getting blown out a little more often lately. And when that stuff kind of happens, you know, the old guys are usually the first ones to sit. And at this point in his career, Dwayne Wade's one of those old guys. So, you know, I could see him sitting in the fourth quarter and like, you know, Jay Richardson playing 25 minutes in this game or something like that. So, you know, for me, I'm kind of off him. You know, I think that you get more upside from the guys beneath him. Um, you know, I don't really see Wade having like a 45, 50 point fantasy game here and giving you the upside you're going to need to win a tournament at a $7,500 price. All right. That sounds great. Um, I've, I think for me, uh, the way I want to sort of approach this here is take a look at the, you know, everybody below 6K and then tell me why you don't think they can match production against Wayne Wade. Uh, there there as well there's just a, a list of, of guys that we can go through and we've already highlighted mo- um, most of them uh, there as well so there's just no reason for us to you, for you to have to pay to the very top top of the tier you know the most expensive guy on the slate is Chris Middleton at the shooting guard position that we can take a look at and you don't necessarily have to pay near 8k for us to you know to, to, to get the value that we're looking for when you have uh, the, the number of options that we mentioned, like the Levines, like the Joe Johnsons, like the Will Bartons, who um, are going to be a, a good minute for 30, a good bet for 30 plus minutes with a fairly high usage rate. All right, small forward up next on the slate here. Before we move forward, we have to let all you pod listeners know out there, or maybe you're a streamer, maybe you're watching us right now on on YouTube. If you're checking us out. Uh, why not check out the information that we have available on rotorwire.com? We got a free 10 day trial available. Rotorwire.com slash pod is uh, the website for you to get that 10 day free trial. Features include lineup optimizers for MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college football, and soccer, up to the minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and draft kits for all the major sports, including NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and NHL. Don't forget to check us out there. Rotorwire.com slash pod. Take advantage of your 10 day free trial. Let them know that Josh and Benny sent you. All right, small forward up next. Let's go ahead and talk about what you're putting down at three for today's action. Yeah, this is a position where I think I'm going to be paying up for at least one guy. Um, I like LeBron up top and his matchup with Washington. We know that Washington's one of the worst teams in the league against small forward. We've been targeting against them with the small forward position all year. Um, LeBron down below 10K. I think this could be one of those games – you know, I'm expecting this to be a high-scoring game. I think it's even going to go over the totals that Vegas is expecting. I can see 225, 230 points out of this game. 
um, because both Washington and, and Cleveland have been playing paced up. You know, Cleveland's been playing faster since Tyron Lue came in, and Washington's been playing fast all season. So I don't play LeBron all that often, but, you know, I do think this is a really good spot for him for cash games, and I think he even has upside for GPPs here. Um, coming down from there, I also really like Carmelo um, and, and Giannis. I think those are two of the guys who I'd probably try to use the most. Um, you know, they're a little bit cheaper than LeBron. They're a little below that 9K range there. Giannis especially has been really picking up his play lately. Um, Melo is just a guy who's been a solid scorer. I don't usually like playing. <clears throat> I don't usually like playing guards against Boston. Um, I usually try to play front court players. So even with Jay Crowder, he's not somebody. <clears throat> excuse me, he's not somebody I think has a really good, you know, like upside matchup that he's going to shut Carmelo down. Melo's still going to get his shots in there. He's been rebounding and you know getting a few more assists this year. So I like Melo. I like Giannis. I like LeBron. And then the mid-tier to me is kind of weak. So I would go down to guys like, um, you know, you can get Bojan Bogdanovic at $4,000, seeing yeah. huge minutes. Um, you also have Hazonia down there if, if you want to mess with that again. Um, you know, he's been he's been okay. Last game he, he played great, 30-something fantasy points. I think at the very least, if Fournier's out, he's somebody you got to consider. But, you know, again, I didn't like him yesterday. I was perfectly fine not having him yesterday, even though he had a big game. Um, so for me, I think I'd rather go Bojan if I'm trying to save. I would go Bojan over Hazonia. I've been in the Hazonia camp, and then he set me on fire uh, with my pick there on March 1st. So you owe me, Mario. Uh, so maybe I'll play just because the DFS Karma Gods uh, need to reimburse me for 15 minutes of non-action. Uh, but I, I definitely agree with you. got to go. Um, I feel like we should call him Bogo, like buy one, get one, get one you know, GPP lineup free. Or something like that with Bogdan. So Bogo, I'm in. Uh, you know, we, we're talking about 31 plus minutes in two of the past uh, past two games. 7.6x and 9.1x against both LA teams, the Clippers and the Lakers. And you know, people don't realize this too, but the LA Clippers, I believe, in terms of defense efficiency, are number two in the NBA. So something to keep in mind uh, when taking a look at that at that matchup. And so I, I love um, Bogey. Maybe we call him Bogey. I don't know. I'm I'm struggling here with with the nicknames today. Uh, Bogo, Bogey, uh, wherever you want to go um, with him, you know, for 500 above men's side, definitely needs to be somebody you give some consideration to there as well. Uh, I th- I think you're right on about the LeBron call. You 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 sound like the Dosakis guy when you were breaking down LeBron because you're like I don't always play LeBron, but when I do, I use him against Otto Porter defense and while I'm drinking a Dosakis. So. Um, yeah, but I think you're 100% right. We know Otto Porter has been an absolute turnstile on, on defense. And, you know, and LeBron's not costing you um, uh, into the, the 10K range like he normally does. Uh, 9,800 is a price tag uh, for Friday's action. So something you can definitely make uh, uh, take some advantage of uh, at home against Washington. Uh, any other small forwards we need to uh, sprinkle in uh, Baskin-Robbins style before we move forward? No, I think that's it for me. Like I said, um, you know, I'm saving at some of the other positions. Small forward is one that I'm actually going to be paying up for. And if you need those cheap guys, you do have the, you know, his own years and the, and the Bogdanoviches down below that are, you know, very viable, cheap $4,000 or less options. So 
you know, if you can't, if you want to pay up at some of the other positions, those are your easy swerves at the bottom. But I do think you're going to get some big gains out of the guys like Giannis and Melo and, and uh, LeBron up top. Um, so that's a, that's a spot that I'm going to be looking to spend some money at. Uh, yeah, um, I, I think you can do one of two things. Anchor your lineup at the small forward with the, with the big boys, Giannis and LeBron James, or go complete value town. Even Shabazz Muhammad, he's even a guy in GPPs that's sort of been providing some sneaky value with some, some like these, like the uh, small forward version of Jamal Crawford, $4,100 price tag, very reasonable. A lot of guys down there in value town that you can make a case for as well. All right, let's talk about the power forward position here for Friday. Um, we've got some interesting things happening here at the power forwards because it's really like, despite the big slate devoid, you know, aside from maybe Paul Millsap of some big boy names uh, that we want to take into your lineup, but there's guys that I definitely love. Uh, we got Aaron Commissioner Gordon. We got, uh, you know, Mirza was the case that we gave me. Miles Turner at 5,300 in a plus matchup against that weak Charlotte front line. Uh, you know, uh, wh- how do you separate uh, the value options between, you know, the most expensive player and Millsap? Yeah, I am. I'm not going to play Millsap here. And it mostly has to do with the fact that, again, that six to seven K range is chock full of about six guys that I can make a case for. Um, I like Thaddeus Young going up against Denver. High pace game there. Thad's been playing real well lately. Uh, I agree with your Aaron Gordon call. Aaron Gordon's been playing awesome lately going up against Phoenix, who, you know, horrible on defense, been giving up a ton of points to everybody. Um, a guy that I like has been playing well for me, Jared Selinger, going up against the New York Knicks. As long as um, – what's the big guy's name? As long as Olenek stays out, there's a lot of minutes out there for Selinger. And he had a huge game yesterday, 37 fantasy points on, on DraftKings, like 34 on FanDuel. And he didn't even play the fourth quarter because they were winning that game by so much. So that could have been a game where he went 45 or, you know, 50 fantasy points for you and, you know, probably won you a GPP. As it was, he still returned, you know, over 6X value on, on all the sites. You know, well, actually, I shouldn't say all the sites. Over 6X value on FanDuel and DraftKings, over 3X value on Fantasy Draft. But, you know, so he got you the upside value that you needed to win a tournament, even without him playing the fourth quarter. So he's another guy that I like there. You know, Marvin Williams had another big game yesterday. Not the greatest matchup for him here against Miles Turner. Um, but I think he's another guy that's a viable option that you can look at. And then, um, you know, Mirza hasn't really been giving you the big upside lately. But at only 4,700, he's giving you 20 to 25 fantasy points. So he's getting value for you if you need a, a price saver. So for me, I don't see any reason to go and pay up for Millsap here. Um, again, I think that six to seven K range, you can find a lot of guys with 30 to 35 point fantasy upside, um, which is five to six X value at their price. So that's probably the, you know, the range that I'm going to be looking in for my plays on, uh, on Friday. All right. I understand what you're saying. And I'm sort of, I'm swerve from you here and, and give you, uh, my case for, for Millsap in this particular matchup. Okay. And it's not because I think you're wrong with the value options. I love all the value options. We're, they're, they're, they're great value for a reason. Uh, so, you know, um, the, all the guys that you mentioned here, you know, Marvin Williams, Selevich, Turner, we can make a case for all those guys. And and to me, Aaron Commissioner Gordon is like as safe as can be with cash plays. The price continues to rise to 6,400, but so the production continues to rise along with it. And, you know, juicy as matchup as you possibly get against Phoenix. So I'll probably start a lot of lineups right there. What I want to say about Millsap here is take a look at where we've gone in terms of roster construction. We've made a case for not paying up for point guard, not paying up for shooting guard, and not made, not uh, potentially paying up unless you're going with LeBron at small forward. So 
um, unless you know that you're going to be, you know, crushing the center position, uh, 7,900 is very reasonable on a 10-game slate. You could actually, I think, potentially roster a value point guard, LeBron, Paul Millsap, and still feel good about where you want to go at the center position uh, going forward. And I just don't think that, you know, although that you can get, like, for dollar for dollar better value versus what you'll pay for Paul Millsap, I don't think you have too many power forwards with 40-point upside. And we know that the Lakers, they cough it up uh, like it's nobody's business at every single position. I believe they're bottom five in DVP at every single spot. So that's why I feel like, you know, at least um, maybe, you know, you want to limit them to GPPs because you know that you're, you're Aaron Gordon is cash safe and $1,500 cheaper. I understand that, and that all makes sense to me. But that that's why I'm going to definitely be having some some exposure to Paul Millsap there for the Friday slate. Does that make sense to you? I mean, yeah, I'm not playing them, but if it makes sense to you, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is like just waiting for Josh to be out of breath so we can move on from this point. I've already decided yeah. my fate, you know. I mean, you know, go off the reservation. Well, I was going to say, you know, I'm a big fan of Millsap. I played him, you know, basically the first two months of the season almost every day. It's, um, it sounds sounds to me like you and Millsap broke up, and now there's like there's bitter feelings on both ends, you know. Like somebody, you're neither one of them wants to go back to the other person's place and pick up their toothbrush, you know. That's kind of where you guys are at right now. That am I wrong or am I wrong? I don't know. I mean, when I when I break up, I just turn around and walk away and don't look back. So he can keep the fucking toothbrush. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> see, this is why we can't do the shows at night. I have no filter later <laughs> later on in the day. No, I mean, he can keep the toothbrush for all I care. You know, my whole thing is that, you know, he was a guy that I rolled in cash for, like I said, almost the first two months of the season because he was consistent. You know, now he's he's a little too up and down for me. You know, I had to I had to break up with him. He's a little too volatile. You know, he, he gets out of control sometimes. So, you know, like I said, it's, you know, it, it, it's just not going to work out for us. It's not, it's not you. It's me. Bill. That's what it, is. it is definitely you. I will say that on, on, on this pick here. It's the LA Lakers, bro. All right. You know, Roy, Roy Hibbert is a paper bag in the paint. So, all right. If you don't I, want, but, but think about this, there's likely no Lou Williams. There's likely no Kobe Bryant. There's likely no Jordan Clarkson. There's also likely no chance that this game's it's close. So that's, I don't that's... see Millsap playing. Big. It's, it's the same reason why I don't like Teague either in this game, because Teague's not in a horrible spot either. And neither is Horford, who we'll talk about in a second when we get to centers. I'm just, I, I feel like this game is just going to get real ugly real fast. I'm okay using D'Angelo Russell because they don't have anybody else to play guard. But the fact that they don't have anybody else to play guard also means that there's a good chance this game could get ugly anyway. I mean, it might have gotten ugly anyway if the Lakers were at full strength. But with all the injuries that they have here, I just think that I don't want to pay up for a guy that I'm worried about him playing the fourth quarter. Okay, when you put it that way, then it makes more sense to me. Okay, so I I could see that overall. I do want some some level of exposure because, you know – I, I always want to attack the Lakers whenever, whenever possible. If the, blow, if the blowout happens, then maybe he does, you know, his sort of impression of Curry, and we get the value in three quarters worth of action. So, so if the blowout happens, they did a bunch of scoring or a bunch of damage somewhere along the line, and you just hope that your guy got his piece before he gets removed out of the game. Yeah. I'm probably I'm probably more okay with him in cash than I am in, in GPP. So I'm probably the opposite of, of the way you see it. Okay. I just don't I don't I don't see the upside for him in this game. Is my is my thing. If the Lakers hang in, bro, he's he's a crusher. 
You know what I mean? I think it's a lock for 40 points if the Lakers don't pull, get blown out. And if he doesn't, then you still, you're still in safe territory with the cash games. We can go back and forth about this. Basically, yeah. what we're saying is Benny turned and walk away, and um, I'm here to pick up the pieces. Um, um, Millsap is, is basically what it comes so, down to. So Millsap's a rebound guy is what you're saying. <laughs> he is, and I think he's going to get okay. a double-double okay. in, in rebounding there. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it ends up. Feel free to smack me around if I'm wrong tomorrow. You can, I've, you know, I had a bunch of fun with it at your expense. You could do the same to me tomorrow if I'm wrong. Fair enough. All right, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the center position. But before we do that, we got to talk to all the business owners here, Benny. If you need a website, why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix.com makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made customizable templates to choose from the drag and drop editor there's no code needed you don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful you can do it yourself with wix.com wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites each and every day so when you're running your own business you're bound to be too busy too busy to worry about the budgets the scheduling appointments or to build a website for your business and because you're too busy it has to be easy and that's where wix.com comes in with wix.com it's easy and free go to wix.com to create your own website today the results will be stunning all right let's go ahead and talk about your stunners at the center position here for the friday slate are we going bro low are we going white side strong side we got the big cat on tap here a lot of nice options to choose from at the center position today yeah i love hassan Whiteside. um he's going to be the guy that i have on a lot of my rosters and one of the reasons why i'm saving more at at power forward so that i can afford to pay up for him uh he's going up against philly we know that philly's a team that gives up a ton of rebounds to centers also give up a ton of block shots to centers because Okafor is a little bit undersized for uh, you know, for a center on the other side. If Okafor misses this game, then he's basically going up against Nerlens Noel, which again is a good matchup for him. Um, you know, my biggest concern might be that this game turns into a blowout and he sees a few less minutes late in the game, um, which is why the other guy that I like is actually Brooke Lopez going up against Denver. Um, Lopez just such a huge part of that Nets offense. He has one of the highest, I think he has the highest usage rate of any center in the league by a pretty wide margin. He's at like a 29% usage rate. So, you know, he's a guy who's a huge part of that offense. Um, you know, he's going to get some rebounds. It's going to be a high pace game against Denver. So I'm looking up towards that, you know, those guys up at the top, guys like Whiteside, guys like, uh, uh Brooke Lopez, if you are going to roll with a guy like Millsap or if you're trying to fit in some superstars at some of the other positions who, you know, were guys that, that we might not have been as high on. Um, I think the chalk like value center here is going to be Alex Len again. Um, he's getting a lot of big minutes. He's still only 5,300 over here on FanDuel. Um, he's been putting up 30 plus fantasy points for you. You know, I mean, I think his projection for Friday, they have him projected here at, a, at around 30 fantasy points. So, at 5,300, his projection is almost 6x for you. So if you're going to save, I think Alex Len is literally the only guy that you go down to and save that makes any sense for me. Um, but I am, and I may have some shares of him as well. Definitely think he's a viable option in cash if you want to go and upgrade somebody at another position to, you know, maybe a higher scoring guy like a Millsap, or if you want to go up to like a Lowry at, at, at point guard from, you know, somebody else who we talked about in in the lower range. Um, I think Alex Len is the way you can do that for the cheap guys. But if you're looking for the top overall score at the center position on the day, I think you get that out of either Brooke Lopez or Hassan Whiteside. So those are the guys that I'm rolling in uh, in my GPP rosters. 
Um, I like everybody up top here. So, um, you know, a case can be made everywhere. Hassan Whiteside, juicy super matchup. Brolo against Jokic. I love that. Carl Anthony Towns against Greg Monroe. Another crusher of a matchup. Uh, you know, and I think your 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 favorite from the the previous day, Alex Len. Uh, you know, definitely makes some sense. Um, producing at a at a at a at a pretty high level versus that. Um, at the at uh, first of the previous. Uh, what th- two weeks ago, where he was sort of just completely stuck into that you know mix and match range of fourteen to twenty min- two minutes. He's been upgraded to to thirty plus minutes in three of the past four games uh, there as well. And um, somebody that we can keep and keep tabs on how he ends up faring uh, for Thursday night's action uh, against Hassan Whiteside and the and the Miami Heat. So somebody I definitely don't uh, mind getting some exposure to as long as the minutes and the production stays consistent for him overall. Uh, anybody down there in home run territory that you want to take a swing at before we uh, call it a show? Yeah, I mean, like I said, for me at 5,300, I don't think there's anybody even close to Alex Len. So if you're going to go cheap, I don't think there's any reason to go cheaper than him. And I don't think there's anybody else around him that's even worth, you know, anywhere near the same amount of upside and safety that he gives you. So if, if you're going to go up top, I think you have options. You know, you can go at, Carl Anthony Towns, I wouldn't hate if somebody went that way. Um, who are the other guys I was looking at? You know, maybe a Vucevic you can make a little bit of a case for. But down there in a cheap section, you're basically Alex Len and Mason Plumley are the two guys that would be on your radar. And for me, Len is just head and shoulders above Plumley. So, you know, for me in the cheap section, I think you just go down to Alex Len and you don't overthink it. I totally agree with you there as well. As long as he gets through the last game clear and healthy and looks like he's uh, back ready to roll. All right, that is going to wrap it up for the Rotowire DFS podcast and uh, the show live streaming on Google Hangouts. Don't forget to check us out on the official YouTube channel. Appreciate you all subscribing each and every day with those subscriber numbers have been uh, steadily climbing. We definitely appreciate that. So make sure you hit that red subscribe button on YouTube. And uh, don't forget, you can always check us out on iTunes and Stitcher on the new updated podcast feed. Don't forget to follow Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Check me out uh, at Josh Hayes FS, And it's at Rotowire and rotowire.com for all your season long. And DFS fantasy needs. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.